Welcome to the INO podcast. My name is Jasmine and I will be your co-host. Today we have my good friend Kaylee Watkins with us today from Watkins and Bloodline. If you've been watching or actually if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I've referenced this band multiple times. Um, super excited to have you on Kaylee. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Perfect. <laughs> um, I always have to do this at the top of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening to me, uh, all of the followers in the United States and overseas, I'm still blown away that we have so many followers who listen to us from all over the world. That's amazing to me. Um, if you're not already following my Instagram, be sure to follow my Instagram at ino.podcast. Again, that's at ino.podcast. And I've got some pretty exciting things coming around the corner, so stay tuned. But with that, let's get on with the show. right today we got two segments for you guys i'm super excited about it um i know that comes right after i just did a poll (laughs) on instagram of how many segments you guys want and i 10 out of 10 saw the post and y'all were like let's do one segment and then now i'm doing two i wanted to talk about two things this week um one spiritual and then i wanted to talk about something that's actually going on currently right now uh if you're watching anything in the news if you listen to politics or analysts, you have probably heard this term called quiet quitting. And I have an interesting take on it. Uh, I think Christians probably have an interesting take on it. So I just want to make sure uh, we talk about that today. But basically, if you haven't heard about it, quiet quitting is the act of quote unquote quitting without losing your salary, which we know is not actually quitting. But basically what it is, is not outright quitting your job, but quitting the idea of going above and beyond, meaning your worth as a person is not defined by your labor. Those are exact quotes from Zaid Khan. Sorry if I butchered your name, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but it's a TikTok that has gone viral and has uh, kind of shaken up the uh, employer-employee relationship. You know, with uh, COVID, a lot of different things happen. We have people working from home who still haven't gone back to the office. We have people who have gone back to the office and we're seeing this kind of tension between employer and employee relationships. And I think this is kind of uh, indicative of that. So Kaylee, I wanted to get some of your thoughts on quiet quitting. Are you a fan? I am. I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, I've seen both sides basically. So I've been in the workforce where I do personally go above and beyond my duties. And I think it shows your character some. And um, also, I do understand the fact of you don't want to do more than what you're paid for. Um, And there's a lot of controversy there because you want to do things to the best of your ability, but you also want to get paid for them. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've also been in the workforce where quiet quitting has been the case and you're picking up other slack from people. Um, And then you're overly stressed because you're 
piling on these things, all these extra things on your plate. So I do get, okay, you know what? I'm going to do my job. Yeah. <laughs> Let them worry about them not falling through, you know, following through. And I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And I'll just focus on going above and beyond what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, interesting. We kind of see eye to eye on this and kind of not. I'm not quite sure. But yeah. for me, it's more of we talked about this before we started recording. But with Joseph, Joseph did everything in excellence. And I believe that is a model for living the Christian life. And I believe we agree on that. Um, and so I get the I see why employee yours are mad because you know they want people who don't just stop at their job description they want people to go above and beyond and that's true that's okay but I think it can get to the point where it becomes unhealthy um and I think there's needs to be balance with that that's kind of where I'm at right now I don't think there's anything wrong with going above and beyond at your job I think you're supposed to do that um I think that's a way you can stand out and be holy you know, with the look of your employee, other colleagues and stuff like that. I think that's a way to stand out. However, I don't think you should be working 60 hours (laughs) and getting abused. Definitely. And I also see where, I think where it crosses the line of doing too much, there's excellence, but then there's too much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where you're picking up other people's slack, you're putting it on your shoulders, and then most people are doing and I'm guilty of this, you'll do three-person job, and then you wonder why in the world you come home exhausted, stressed out, because you're doing too much. And that that's not healthy either, because you don't have enough time for your family. Right. I think that's, I think that's where the issue comes in with employers and employees. I think sometimes employers do forget that you have a whole family at home that needs just as much of your time, if not more, yes. than your job. Especially if you're working in like corporate America where you're just a body. Let's just be honest. That's kind of right. <laughs> you know, if you're working at these jobs where you're just a person and a, a number, you know, it's easy for them to forget your humanity. Like right. you need just as much time with your family at home. So I think that's where the balance is. As far as quiet quitting, I've been guilty of that. <laughs> I've been guilty of that. Just doing the bare minimum. I, I guess I shouldn't say bare minimum, but just sticking to your job description yes which and again I don't think that's innately a sin I just think we're supposed to be better than that yeah of course and like you said excellence is definitely what you want to strive for because when that owner of the business or your manager or your leader whenever they look for promotions to take place yeah who are they promoting always the people that goes above and beyond exactly yeah so there's that perspective as well you're not going to promote someone that does the bare minimum scoot by over someone who has been there doing what they're supposed to do and more or like we said just having that balance of excellence but I'm not going to do too much because I have to make sure my mind frame is right when I get home so that my my husband or in some people's cases, children can have my full attention and it's not stressed and aggravated, you know? I think that's all great. And I think you're absolutely correct. I 
think it's definitely harder if you work at a dead-end job, meaning you're working at your job at a job before you reach your dream job. Do you have any advice for people who, I mean, it's very, very easy to just clock in, clock out. You don't care what happens to the company because (laughs) you are not going to stay there. I know for me, I worked at um, JCPenney's for a while and oof, was that, (laughs) (laughs) it was, it was tough to put my all into that job. And it was for a myriad of reasons jc penny if you're listening to this it has nothing to do with your company it just has stuff to do with that particular store and i remember so many times i would be sitting in my car about to go in and i'm like god i don't want to go in i don't want to do anything i don't want to i don't want to deal with the people i don't want to deal with my bosses i don't want to deal with my coworkers. there was a lot happening at jc penny's and i just remember he would just remind me you got to go in there and you've got to do everything with excellence and that was tough but maybe you have other advice. Well, I will say, even if you're at a dead end job, it's a stepping stone and there's a reason why you're there. So I guess taking in that experience and saying, okay, I need experience for the next level that obviously I want to go and I want to be. Um, and I want to soak in all I can here. That is, guess I guess taking the meat and throwing away the bones. Yeah. Love that. Yes. <laughs> so eating the meat, throwing away the bones. Okay. What can I make this chicken more flavorful in? Yeah. You know, um, taking all that you can, that way you can say on my resume, Hey, I did this, 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 this. I have all this experience now because yeah. I took the most of the opportunity that I did have. I think it does go back to Joseph again because he was faithful in when he was in prison he was faithful when he was in Potter's first house and now he was faithful and God could trust him with the entire kingdom right you know so yeah we're gonna go ahead and transition to our second half of the show All right, so this is the second half of the show. Thanks, you guys, for uh, making it with us this far. We're going to talk about the cost of carrying the presence of God. And I wanted to bring my friend Kaylee on here because she is going through stuff now (laughs) that uh, I believe she'd have a lot to say on this topic. Um, She carries the presence of God well. Anytime I talk about the presence of God, I really love to have worship leaders on because you guys either carry it well or you really don't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy to tell because y'all are normally on stage. And if you have the gift of discerning of spirits, it is very easy to tell if they've been having their quiet time or not. You can really tell. And um, I think you carry it well. And I know that comes with a cost because anything, uh, if we want to move anywhere with God, yes. there's a cost to it. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about sometimes the cost of carrying the presence of God is a bit of a painful journey. Um, but it's always rewarding. So Definitely. take it away. Okay. So like Jasmine said, <laughs> um, I've been going through a really tough season, um, more focused on, you know, the call that I have, which is worship and we're all called to worship, but 
whenever you're called to leadership in that, there comes such a heaviness that, oh, I really need to set the bar. You know, I've got to pave the way. I've got to not only get people hype for worship, but I have to live in worship so and breathe in worship so that okay every thought that i have every everything geared towards worship so that i can be a living proof of it i i really want people to feel the genuineness of god it's nothing that i can do that's the thing it's not in any i can scream all i want and it's just like you said people who spend time with god know if you've spent time with God or not why it's not anything you've said it's not anything you've done but it's all it's his presence present there it's him and I've been reading this book uh, basically it speaks of this Muslim woman who converted to Christianity and she had to be around her family which was very dangerous of course in that culture and she basically said, should I be witnessing to these people? Should I be talking about my Jesus? And she said, just the fact that I believe is enough and I'm there and I'm present because his presence will do the work. And that spoke volumes to me because I said, okay, I want to be a genuine person. I want to be real. When I get up there to worship, I'm just worshiping my God. It's just me and him. Even though I'm in front of everyone, there people put so much pressure on looking a certain way, sounding a certain way, being a certain way. But I just want to worship. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love that. So tell me about some of the things that you've had to um, maybe get pruned out of your life. And the reason why I want to talk about this is that some of the things you were telling me they're not all bad things like we talked about this in episode one I believe that uh, about the thing of personal conviction meaning there are some things that I am not allowed to do because that's between me and God he knows me to my inner depths and he knows that there's certain things I can handle and certain things I can't whereas my friend has no issue because that's not their temptation does that make sense so necessarily it's not always a bad thing what's getting pruned out of you it's just not a for you thing and sometimes it's seemingly good things like uh for me I had to stop watching as much tv tv's not inherently bad it's not a bad thing um but it occupies space in your mind we are always in a battle for somebody called it mental real estate and I love that term and as Christians we're supposed to keep our mind focused on him but if you've got your mind filled with all kinds of stuff and tv and you know music videos and all kinds of stuff your mind's not on him right you know so for me it was television and uh certain music and all kinds of stuff but what has it been for you so it's funny you said that because this week I had been contemplating on what about the unknown things like just just the things that are in music or in a TV show that we don't even necessarily know is like planting seeds 
so to speak, in our in our mind, in our heart, that or feeding a problem we have, you know. Yeah. Um. So God has also been dealing with me with certain music, and of course, these are personal convictions, but just secular music in general. Uh, the message still could be good in a way, mm-hmm. but there's a level of excellence he's calling me to that I realized I can't even listen to um, <laughs> Brown Eyed Girl or, you know, this kind of secular music that's like cute and sweet. Cute and, and yeah. sweet. There's nothing really bad about it. Um, but it's. It's just the fact that he wants my mind. He wants my full attention in this season. And, oh, I'm about to tear up. Sorry. (laughs) Um, He wants my full attention. He wants to reach full capacity, I guess you could say, in an overflowing, in an abundance. And in order for him to do that, I have to focus my mind. I have to meditate on him. I have to meditate on his goodness and I've noticed even while I'm working, I'm playing music in my AirPods, his worship, or I'm, I'm playing your podcast or, um, I'm, I'm just listening to God things, purpose things. And I don't want to waste, honestly, it feels like I'm wasting time. Like I can't get enough time to do or saturate with his presence. Um, that's just how I feel. It's like I can't get enough of it. So I have to get rid of the other things in order to fully consume what he's wanting to pour into me. So TV shows is definitely one of them. And also games on my phone. Not the games on your phone. Yes. Those little, you know, letting your mind just be idle type of thing. Like, you know, you get overstressed, you get overworked, or you just want to be out just in a daze or something. Um, But he's like, no, even in the idleness, I want to be there. And so in the peace, and and so I've been reading more, like, good God books. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And just people's experiences. And I don't. I know that all of us can resonate with this. We're all getting older. We can't rewind time. But we can make things purposeful with the time that we have. And that's just the urgency I feel in my spirit lately. And the purging is just unreal. (laughs) So what advice would you give to somebody? Because for me, I've been really battling distractions. And I, yeah. I don't know, I if you don't know, I work in videography and I work in social media. That is my wow. job, my nine to five. So it is literally how I make money. It is tough not to be distracted because if nothing else, my job depends on me being on these apps and seeing what's trending and cre- you know, creating content around what's trending and yeah. all kinds of stuff. That's my little literal job. And so it's tough not to get distracted. So what can you give to somebody who maybe is struggling with giving up the good things? Well, I would say, of course, you want to be more intentional, but 
I understand, you know, the time, like not having enough time because you're working. Um, but with the time that you do have left, okay, God, I know I've been, you know, focusing on all these things for what's required of my job, but what are you wanting from me today? It's very easy to be obedient to God when you're in love because it doesn't feel like work. And that's actually something I need to write that down because that's actually something the Lord told me earlier this week. And I was like, Ooh, that's good. And I <laughs> went about my day <laughs> and I completely <laughs> forgot, but that is something. It happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but that is something like obedience is very easy when you are in complete love with him. It doesn't feel like work or a chore. It only feels like work and a chore. I mean, we'll always have those days cause we're human and we have the flesh that we got to deal with. Yeah. But when you are constantly in his presence and you're getting wooed by him and all that fun stuff, you know, giving up something as menial as whatever your distraction is seems very, very minuscule if you get him. Yeah. And I think that's completely wholesome. And it also goes hand in hand with pruning because intimacy with God, he's, he's trying to pull you closer. So... I think of all these like roadblocks in between you're having to like maneuver and get out of your way in order to get closer to him. Well, Kaylee, I'm so excited to keep having you on the show. We're going to go ahead and get to our third segment. Awesome. Let's go. All right, Kaylee, we're going to play a game. Mm. It's a battle royale, and we haven't done this in a long time. The last time I did this was with my guest, Hallie, um, where we kind of went back and forth between, I think it was boy bands, and I think we had them fight to the death. So it was nice. It was very different than this, um, but we're going to kind of do the same concept where we choose the best Christian movies. Now, this was a struggle. Yes. For both of us. <laughs> for sure. Because we both agree, like most Christians, Christian movies in general are not great. No. Mm-mm. And I I have a whole <laughs> thing. It really irks me to my core. It does. <laughs> it rattles me as well. <laughs> it irks me to my core. And I will always go support my Christian brothers and sisters. Yes, Don't get me for wrong. sure. If something comes out, I'm going to go watch it because that's my brother in Christ. Right. But I would like to enjoy it, too. <laughs> right like anyways that's a whole rant that will probably be its own podcast one day it's um, almost cringy how bad they are sometimes I, you know what we're gonna get to it just a little bit god is too creative right i hate how cheesy it is. he is too creative for some of these movies that come out he made the whole world <laughs> and you need to tell me we only got like six plots we could write right like no they sense. all have to have the same storyline you can't put any life things in there just i can't stand it it makes it literally makes me itch so right <laughs> let's go ahead and um basically the name of the game it's a battle royale we are talking about the best christian movies we kind of go back and forth um so kaylee's my guest so she's gonna go first I have a Kay. feeling I already know what she's going to pick. Basically, what Kaylee picks, I cannot pick. And then we're going to have you, the audience, vote on who has the best list for the best Christian movies. Now, Kaylee, you go first. 
Okay. Well, my first is one that I always watch, and it's called War Room. <laughs> that's such a good one it is it's so good so this one actually is not one of those cringy ones for me it is definitely one that makes me feel like i can go uh walk through walls um <laughs> what, priscilla priscilla shire yeah that was that oh was my. tripping me up but she's <laughs> she's a really good speaker too oh my gosh insanely so um yeah, she's definitely a model. But I literally feel like I could pray walls down when I get done watching that movie. Really? I'm like, who am I going to pray for today? Fun <laughs> fact about that movie, when it came out, there were people praying and got saved because of it. Mm. People praying in the parking lot. I believe lots. it. Like, re- revival. Like, she That's killed awesome. that, that movie. And she killed that role. You so. can feel it. You can feel it. You can it's feel one it. of the movies you can feel. It's awesome. I'm so mad you took it. Now it's my turn. <laughs> um, right out the gate. Okay, so my number one is Passion of the Christ. Yes, and that is... on my list. Here's the thing about Passion of the Christ. Very, very well done. Not a pop-in movie. I know. That is an indictment on my own pick, but I have to say it. You cannot just pop in Passion of the Christ. No, it's not like a... You gotta be prepared. <laughs> you gotta be mentally prepared for that. Like, War Room... You could pop that in. We could pop that in now and be fine. <laughs> yeah. Passion of the Christ, I'd be very upset if we just pop that in right now. <laughs> right. And honestly, I've only seen it one time. Really? I've only seen it one time. I can't handle it. Yeah. It's, it's the all the blood. I don't yeah. do blood. It's it's everything that goes along with it. It is a heavy movie. It it definitely is. But the reason why it's my number one, I remember when I watched it, it made me want to go evangelize and tell everybody because I'm like, mm-hmm. look at all the suffering Christ did. Just for like, I felt so empowered after mm-hmm. watching that movie. I will say, I have no tears left. There's no ounce of liquid left in my body. Yeah. After that movie. Yeah. And it's definitely a movie you have to be intentional about watching. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to sit down and watch the Passion of Christ. You need to let your friends know like, this is what we're doing. You can't have a friends come over and be like, oh yeah, we're popping in Passion of the Christ. Like, no. 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 War Room, yeah. Passion of the Christ, no. Yes. So that's my first pick. Kaylee, it's your turn. Okay. That was on my turn. Also, list. we're both picking four. So, I would say God's Not Dead. The number one. It kind of has its moments of cheesiness, but I will say it is definitely one of those, like, wow moments for me. Because he's proving see how silent i got why do i have that look on your face do you see how silent i got here's the thing it's in my honorable mentions i was not gonna draft it and that is because god's not dead is great and it did great in the box office god's not dead one i want to be very clear yeah one it was so corny though like it It was there are times (laughs) where they their dialogue i literally cringe yeah like oh my gosh I cannot I believe they made that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Anyways. It's embarrassing to all Christians who watch. Um, I'll go see it, though. They yes. Did, how many did they make? Three, I think. Oh, my goodness. I think I saw the I think I saw the second one. And I think I stopped. So that's an indictment on me. I need to go watch the third <laughs> one. Um, but, yes. 
I do think it's pretty cool on the spectrum of, you know, speaking for God when no one else would. Yeah. Basically. And that's why I did draft it. But it does have some of that corny, cheesy, cringy type stuff in there. Well, you got two good picks. You got War Room, Passion of the Christ. Those are vote getters. So I need to come with my own vote getter. That's the blind side. <sighs> the blind side is a great Christian movie. Some people are like, oh, that's not Christian. It is Christian. We count it. There are Christian <laughs> themes. Yeah. Uh, they reference God. It's a Christian movie. It also shows where he came from. Yes. It's such a good one. You can pop that in. Yes. And I need it to get votes because right now I have a heavy movie <laughs> and <laughs> the blind side. So <laughs> that's um, why I chose it. Also, Sandra Bullock can't go wrong with casting her. In I anything. know. I was like, okay, then. I really believe she was a Southern woman. Yes. She really did that. She really did it well. Back to you. So my other pick will be grace unplugged i don't know what that is it's really good actually um i don't remember there being any moments where i literally was like why did you put that in the movie because it just depicts this girl who um basically grew up in church did all those things she's praise and worship with her dad and she like most teens feel that Okay, I want to do my own thing a little bit. That rebellion. The rebellion. That'll get you. And just wanting to do what she wanted to do. And basically she goes out on her own. Own. On. (laughs) (laughs) She goes out on her own and tries to face her dreams and just epically failed. But in the meantime, she feels God like calling her back home. And it's beautiful. It, it's one of my top picks, for sure. I would definitely pop that in anywhere. I'll have to watch it because I've never seen it before. And it's you good. said it's not corny, so I'm going to hold you to that. And if it is, okay. I'm I don't you remember it. <laughs> so don't hold don't me to it. Now. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead with my third pick. My third pick is Facing the Giants. I love that, that movie. That is a good movie. It's corny. Yes. <laughs> It's corny. I know it. It's on my list. It's on your list? Yeah. It's it's corny. There's no getting around it. But that one scene with the kid, with the other kid on his back, and he walked the whole, or he bear crawled the whole field. Yes. That was such a good image of, like, how God works with us. And it stuck with me. I remember the first time I watched that, I was an emotional 10-year-old kid, and I just cried because <laughs> that just got to me. And I still think about that sometimes. So it's it's corny, but I'll pop it in. Yes. So, Kaylee, it's your fourth pick. Hmm. Well, since you stole some of mine, I might have to go look. <laughs> so, drum roll, please. Um, <laughs> I pick Fireproof. For my fourth one. That's such a good sneaky fourth pick. <laughs> yes. So it has its moments of cheesiness as it well. Does. But I will say overall, it's a nice watch and then you learn a lesson. 
<laughs> it's a nice watch and you learn a lesson. Yeah. So <laughs> I like fireproof because they talked about real things. Yes. They talked about the husband dealing with pornography. They talked about a broken marriage. They talked about real life stuff and they didn't sugarcoat things. Yeah. They weren't vulgar. Right. But they didn't not say it. There was a balance. There was balance. And I appreciate that. Yes. Because Christian movies tend not to do that. Yeah, you got to be real. Be real. Got to be real. All right, so my sneaky fourth pick is VeggieTales uh, Jonah. Oh, snap. And the reason why I'm taking that is because... I've never watched that one, actually. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Jonah serious. was a prophet? You don't know that song? No. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> So I'm taking it because nostalgia, and I'm hoping that will get me more points but <laughs> <laughs> and more picks, but also I really liked it. I, I wore the, I mean, I watched the mess out of that all the time. Uh, I scratched up the DVD because I <laughs> watched it so much. I would pop that in as a kid, and I'd be like, let's see Jonah cut up. I actually <laughs> loved VeggieTales. Really? Loved it. And you didn't see no the jonah version well the thing is um my parents didn't stay in church my whole life uh. <laughs> i was pulled in and out so to in some certain circumstances i would watch good wholesome things and then you know then it was balto ah uh. well <laughs> next time i'm over at your house we'll watch it because it's good okay it's for kids Yay! and hey listen I feel like a, right. so many people saw it like they also I like how Veggie Tales they kind of like downplay how much sin was in Nineveh. Yes. Like the sin that they show in Veggie Tales is that they were slapping each other with fishes. <laughs> and that is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. So I mean just the witty things Veggie Tales used to do, that's my sneaky fourth pick. Nice. <laughs> now Kaylee and I have a few honorable mentions that did not make the list. Um I can only imagine have you yes. seen that that was a good one the reason why i didn't put it on there is because i don't know i don't yeah. know why i didn't draft it <laughs> i just couldn't <laughs> i was like i can only imagine or jonah and so i chose jonah but yes. i can only imagine was good i cried i went I through all too. the emotions mm -hmm. it was real they talked about real things i don't know why i didn't draft it but i didn't i don't either and second is the Ten Commandments. And if my dad is listening, he will know why this is in honorable <laughs> mentions. The reason why I can't call it a Christian movie is because it is absolutely not the story of Exodus. <laughs> it, nice. It takes I've never watched Moses's it, story and puts a whole bunch of unbiblical drama in it. Uh, it is a three-hour movie. I think it was made in like the 1960s. Okay. So good. Though. So entertaining. It is interesting. I wouldn't call it a Christian movie because it is loosely, and I mean that in all caps, based on this the life on of true Moses. Facts. <laughs> so don't don't take it as biblical fact if you go back and watch it. But I just watch it for entertainment value. Sweet. Your honorable mentions, Kaylee. I actually just have one, and it's Grace Card. And for those of you who have watched it, it is a tearjerker there at the end. I don't want to do any spoilers. But it is definitely a must-watch, um, especially watching forgiveness happen, and it's mm. very real. Um, I've never seen it. It's very real. 
uh, it kind of depicts a father forgiving a wrongdoing, and it will blow your mind, actually. That's a good teaser. You should have been on their <laughs> communications team. That makes me want to watch it. You should watch it. <laughs> so with that, Kaylee, thank you so much for coming over to my house and being on the show. I appreciate it. I know oh, it's out of your you. way, but it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, and I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe and please leave a five-star review. That really helps with the algorithm and that helps me one day make this my full-time job. Yes. (laughs) Again, thank (laughs) you so much, Kaylee, for being on the show. And with that, y'all stay saved out there because things are getting crazy. Peace.